Hi, everybody, and welcome back to yet another interview over here at Behind That Zoo. It's your boy, Holden Stefan Roy, and joining me tonight is Mr. Shice the God. Ah, it's very exciting. I've been talking with him a little bit before recording, and y'all are in for a treat. So as you all know, we got the current little mission going on where we are trying to showcase the people in Montreal that are creating music and, and doing things to do our little effort here to put us on the map in that regard. So all his music that whatever links socials it's going to be all down below and i highly encourage y'all to check out what's going on on his spotify and whatnot because it's very exciting and all that anyway just assume that on my side of this whole audience nobody knows who you are at all, right, all. all right. what we do know is that you from montreal uh yeah born in toronto uh raised in montreal since i was two fair enough so basically there so what part of montreal are you from Honestly, I have to say South Shore, Brossard area, but I lived all over from Dermontang, NDG, Cotonage. All right, fair enough. We are over in NDG now, so that's real cool. Um, so let's talk about just your music in general. Um, and I like the idea of just going to the beginnings and hearing about how you got into it in the first place mm -hmm. and when that was. Um, it started when I was 12. I started doing poetry, actually. Oh, very cool. And, uh, yeah, I was in sec one. I started writing some poetry. I submitted a poem, uh, Racism, that's what it was called. And uh, it actually got published for this, or the whole school board. So, like, the whole school board. Is it I like that For All Seasons book thing that they would send around? Yeah, pretty much. That's wicked! <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. So, yeah, I went to Laval. They had this whole ceremony, gave awards out and stuff like that. So, it was pretty dope. And then after, um, I started just loving, like, loving music. It just it makes you happy. If you're down, you can listen to certain music. If you're hype, cleaning, anything, you know what I mean? You could just, there's a vibe for every vibe that you're feeling, so... I got into uh, got into hip hop and I was really enjoying it. And then uh, How, Biggie put me on. Was it like when you were twelve that you got into hip hop? Yeah, pretty much. Like before, I would listen to because like, I grew up listening to everything: country music, you know, heavy metal, rock and roll, like from Twisted Sister to Alan Jackson to you know, you name it, like any, anything. And uh, yeah, and I just just really loved it. Like it spoke to me so. That's why I got into it. Taught myself how to write a write a verse by listening to Biggie's "Kick in the Door." Actually, okay. I, I learned about bars, and uh, that's how I really started actually writing. So this is your like real young teenager, and you start writing bars. Yeah. And then, how long does it go before that actually starts to turn into something a little bit more? Uh, I'd say maybe when I was about 17, 18, I started uh, getting into battles because. I didn't know how to write right off the bat, and I didn't really know how to put together verses or songs. So uh, what I did is I was just freestyle all the time. Okay. So I would be chilling with my boys, and we'd all just, you know, freestyle. And then a few of them were like, yo, you're actually really good. Like, we should, you know, do something with this. So I started getting into battles. There were these battle me's on the South Shore. Uh, I won the first one, and then I did this battle show um, on Music Plus, actually. So just so y'all know, Music Plus, I'm going to interrupt when it's to explain Quebec stuff. <laughs> no problem. Uh, Music Plus is the Montreal French version of MTV. It Pretty is, much. it's all right, I suppose. It's downtown, so you can walk by it, and that makes it cool for me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's, no, like from a notoriety perspective, it's actually a really cool thing to be involved with something mm. associated with it, not to make fun. All right, sorry. Um, yeah, so I just started doing that and doing battles. Um, I didn't end up winning the one on Music Plus, uh, unfortunately, you know what I mean? But 
Uh, I got pretty far actually, and uh, so it was like a tournament. Yeah, it was it was different than what I was used to, just because they were, they would give us topics. Okay. So they would say, okay, uh, for example, my topic, if I remember correctly, was Michael Jackson, if I'm not mistaken. So they're like, okay, well, you gotta ra- you gotta rap about Michael Jackson. So I go and I started freestyling about Michael Jackson the best I could, talking about him, you know, holding the baby over the uh, balcony and so on, basically turning white from black, you know, yeah. um, all that stuff. Like he was definitely, obviously, still a legend, you know, even in his death. But um, yeah, it was uh, it was a little bit different for me. So that's why I was like, you know what, I have to start learning how to change up just from regular freestyles and kind of like expand a little bit that's interesting so <clears throat> basically if i understand correctly you basically on the block freestyling with people so it kind of sounds like the early new york stuff where people were just kind of whatever did you ever go around in that kind of street style of like battling people in a more random sense yeah all the time we would be you know just downtown as kids just hanging out doing our thing and then people would be we like meet new people or people that we knew from wherever burgundy or or whatnot dg wherever area and uh you know they knew they knew i rapped i knew they rapped so we just get together and just freestyle and just like you know we gain mutual respect based off of the strength of our rhymes so just for the sake that we're trying to document some montreal history in this moment who are some of the more significant people you can remember going against <clears throat> that's a very good question and uh i got the memory of a weed smoker even though i don't smoke <laughs> trees you know what i mean fair enough um uh, to be honest with you i can't really think of any uh, any names right now because i was uh that was quite a long time ago like i said i was i was in my teens that's fair and that was uh not that long ago but you know long enough for me not to to really not to really remember but there were uh there were a few like uh, it's it's not the biggest city everybody knows everybody right so right everybody's uh rubbing elbows at some point that's fair enough um so then you get into writing songs after doing this music produce thing and then how does that go for you do you get into shows making albums any of that world uh i mean show wise i haven't really done um many shows i did when i was about 16 i was with uh i was rapping with these uh french guys out in dermontang and i was the english rapper in the group Mm. and um we booked like a couple of you know small shows at very very small venues around that area um, nothing too crazy, but we had our little fan base, and then um, I decided that I didn't want to come up. Um, not that I don't respect, you know, the French rap and everything in our city, but I just wanted to be known as a independent solo artist, as opposed to being someone else associated with a group or part of a group. So uh, I just broke off. I let them do their thing, and uh, I just went my own way um, for the next couple of years. <clears throat> and so during that time, were you like in creation mode? For the most part, yeah, but um, I mean, it kind of kind of died down after like once I once I had kids, once I started having kids. How long ago is that? Excuse me, my oldest daughter is thirteen right now. Actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I started having kids, and I'm like, well, look, I'm like, this rap is it's great. It has it doesn't put any food on the table, so I got to make sure that she was eating right. So then two years after, I had my son, and then two years after that, I had my other daughter. So I was kind of just nonstop. Being a parent, yeah. All right, so then I guess a bunch of time is going to pass at that point. You've Mm -hmm. developed this skill set. And then what made you decide to, like, come back at this, right? Because that's, to me, that's the most interesting part, right, is you as a parent Mm -hmm. decided to, like, fuck, I'm going to start rapping. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, well, basically, it's just something I've always loved to do. I find that it's a way for me if um again if i'm happy i'll make i'll rap about that if i'm like frustrated or you know aggravated angry then i'll get my frustrations out through that so i just needed a a release and then i said you know what fuck it i'm like i have to get this recorded i have to you know put this out into the world because anytime i made any kind of music 
people were telling me they would hit me up whether message call me and be like listen i'm feeling this you need to do something you need to do something so i said fuck it i'm like i'm gonna try and pursue this and then do it to the best of my ability so basically previously it had been the the familial obligations that had kept you from deciding to actually pursue it um yeah i mean well basically it's just yeah family is what's my kids is what basically made me you know kind of take a little break um but i feel like i haven't lost a step since nah, uh, since i left and uh, did you keep like practicing like freestyling and all that while in like the process yeah like during that time i wasn't really recording much music yeah, but i'm recording but still, but, like because uh, it's like a muscle it's like a skill mm -hmm. so like if you rap every day it doesn't matter if you're writing a song yeah eight years later you're gonna be eight years better mm -hmm. yeah pretty much that's yeah i had to i had to it was something i had to keep doing so we would go you know whether we're at a house party whether it's just chilling with the boys i would always uh I would always uh, end up freestyling one, one way or another. It kind of, you know, forced uh, forced my hand in that regard. So, so you're out, you've been a freestyler for the most part, and now when you write your songs that are now out, mm -hmm. uh, is this freestyle at first that you recorded, or is it actually like at some point you said I'm gonna start writing? Um, basically, like I'll kind of like take you through the process of me when I write, whether it's a verse or oh, a that's song. a fantastic idea. So what I do is like I hear the beat, like I'll get like X amount of beats, and then whatever I'm feeling at that moment, I'll pick a beat, and then when I do, I figure what the song's gonna be about. So I do deal with it. For example, like uh, like it's a story. I'll have my beginning, I'll have my end, and what I'll do is I'll try and fill it up. So I'll essentially go and figure out what my flow is and just freestyle on it. And you know now with all apps and everything, it's not like it was back in the day. So I'll just go and I'll record myself and I'll listen to what I listen to what I do and know the flow and I'll kind of you know fill in the blanks and then I'll get that story. So the intro makes me know how I'm going to be starting my song off to go towards you know the middle with all the core of the song and what content's going to be there until the end. So I'll kind of find a way to work towards the end. It's like a it's like a little journey every song or every verse that I write, I guess. That's really cool. But you you definitely get to the part where it's not writing as opposed to. I mean, it's it starts as kind of freestyle because I have to know what i'm gonna how i'm gonna flow on the beat okay. and the only way for me to do it i can't just hear a beat and just start and just start writing and then that that's you know the final product i have to have some sort of flow and the only way to do that's to kind of okay. get into the music and feel the music and just say whatever comes out naturally first have that recorded and put aside and then you like i said you just fill in the blanks and just add the um you know that lyrical content thereafter very interesting so around how long ago did you decide to get like back into it uh, I mean, it was on and off for a little bit, but honestly, I came out with um, The Usual Suspects, um, the EP, uh, about a year, about a year and a half ago. Okay. We shot a video for You Don't Know Me um, with uh, my boy S. Gats, Sky Beats produced it, and um, yeah, so uh, as it's, uh, that was actually when I decided to get back in, and I'm like, fuck it, I'm like, I really need to do this, because it was just such a great feeling, shooting, sh shooting that video, and, you know, dealing with good people who are, like, people who I respect in the game, that are, that are, like, really good at what they do, hmm. they're, I, I consider them to be masters of their craft, so I'm like, it really gave me that good vibe, that energy that I had from back in the day that made me want to start doing it, so... I just wanted to, you know, like, keep feeling that feeling, so I had to get back into it about a year and a half ago. Skybeats shot the video? Uh, no, it wasn't Skybeats. Okay. Uh, it was uh, Ben Fry who actually shot the video. Um, he's very dope, very, very good. Fair. The video's uh, top-notch. Um, but Skybeats was the one who produced the uh, the entire, uh, the, the whole EP. Ah, uh, it serves as instrumentals and whatnot. Excuse me, yeah. And what's the EP called? Uh, the Usual Suspects. Right, right. Um, I think I remember when that dropped. 
Yeah. Actually, yeah, I think I checked that out when it did because I follow. I know Sky Beats from mm-hmm. like back in the day. Was I don't know if you know who Spades is. Um, no, I'm not sure. Anyway. I just met these guys. Funny, okay. uh, funny enough, it was through because it was me, um, Slick Jack, um, and S Gats, and basically Slick hit me up and he's like, "Look, I want to, uh, I want to record with you, whatever. Like, let's do this. You know what I mean?" So I'm like, "All right, cool." So I wrote a little verse, and that one verse turned into something where he was like look he's like i know this dude has gats he's dope let's do a track with him so he jumped on the track and then that turned into a whole ep sky ended up making the beats for us and funny enough i didn't meet um sky or gats until the whole ep was done mixed mastered and after that was done we ended up having the uh video shoot that's where first time i met them that That's was crazy. Yeah, I didn't like we spoke through, you know, WhatsApp, we'll talk and whatever, voice notes and so on, send back ideas and you know, send the tracks. But I said, I remember walking into the video shoot and I seen uh I seen Gats was there and uh and Sky was there and then the first thing I go see I go see Gats, I'm like, yo, what's up? He's like, Hold on. Right away, pours two shots of Jameson, he's like, Now we can say hello. <laughs> That's really like I think that's fascinating, right? Mm-hmm. Because like it just kind of shows the world that we've hit, right? Like, mm. so you recorded this at home? Uh, yeah, I recorded this at um, Slick's place, actually. Okay, so basically, in a more yeah, is that at a home, home studio, yeah. And then via internet and smartphones and whatnot, <laughs> yeah. you essentially negotiated and created an entire project. Yeah, pretty much. Living in the same city with these dudes, <laughs> yeah, not meeting these dudes. Yeah. Now. I mean, on the one hand, it's kind of crazy, but mm. on the other hand, it's literally how you ended up here, right? Yeah, like, because we met today. Yeah, pretty much. Let's <laughs> say it was because of West. Shout out Peter West, too. Yeah, who, I'll be honest, I can't say I've met him. Oh, really? Well, I, I basically how it works is like this. I, I'm trying to understand Montreal's hip-hop scene. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like if... The 70 people we have friends in commons with are all rappers or those girls that are always friends with the same rappers. <laughs> yeah. and I'm not saying anything about them, but not all of those ladies are rappers. Actually, a lot of them are like makeup artists and like, mm-hmm. uh, like they're all legit. It's yeah, just yeah. they happen to be a bunch of ladies that are friends with all the same rappers. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'll hit that. And at some point, Peter West was one of those dudes I added, and then he started posting stuff, mm-hmm. and like he had some live, he had some live beat thing one time where I popped in and commented for a second, and so nice. over time I just kind of saw he was doing stuff, and that like, he was interesting. Yeah, I mean, like I don't know. I suppose you notice when people post like smart shit, or at least. I find it appealing when dudes are like in their 30s and acting like they're in their 30s, which is something I find like in my conversations with you, you mm-hmm. seem to be of that more mature, I'm an adult type yeah. person. And I felt he was a bit like that. Whereas not everybody in their 30s behaves such a way online. Yeah, that's true. And so I don't know. I saw his, he had talent and whatnot. And then I knew he was moving with people. And then he, you know, dropped, linked me in contact with you and then mm-hmm. went down. And I think I added Escats once upon a time in a similar capacity. And I actually don't know if I've ever spoken with him. Yeah. I, I might have. In which case, I'm probably rude if he was watching this and he's like, I'm motherfucking tired. <laughs> in which case, my bad. <laughs> no, I'm sure it's all good. I'm sure it's all good. In which case, y'all come through and. <laughs> you know but um yeah so i think that's really amazing and it's kind of 
leading just to a new tangent in the conversation is because you're now an artist dropping music. Mm-hmm. I'm an artist putting out music. It's not really about me, but we face a similar challenge. How to generate buzz as older dudes, right? That's the challenge we face, and I bet a lot of dudes in the city and ladies are facing a similar challenge. We're mm-hmm. over the age of 30, and we are in this world, and we can't act like we're 21 anymore. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> so do you think the internet has the potential to create for you this audience and this marketplace mm-hmm. where you can kind of dodge some of the shit like being forced to party every day? I mean, yeah, you can because it's like, for example, if you look, let's say, 50 years ago, right? You have to, someone will find you locally. If you don't have like any A&Rs or anything like that that are around you locally or just happen to see you doing a show at, you know, your local venue at some point in time, um, you're not going to get anywhere. Um, now, what we can do is, me, my listeners, I'll be honest with you, the majority of my listeners are in Germany right now. That's insane, no? Yeah, I got people in Czech Republic. I have people in Japan listening to me. I have listeners in, like, what's uh, Estonia. I never even heard of that country, but, I oh, mean. Oh, they're really nice. I've met are a, they? I've met it. I've worked, actually, with a couple of Estonians, and they're always really kind people. I think my girlfriend's been there, and okay. she loved her time. Well, that's amazing. I've, I'm not trying to be ignorant. I've honestly, I've never heard of the country, but yeah, um, there's like a hundred. There's there's a, there's a lot of countries, like a lot of countries. Yeah. <laughs> now, pretty much, you know what I mean. So, that's it. Like all these listeners, like they would never be if I don't have a major, um, a major publishing deal or record deal. Period. Then there's no way that I'm going to be able to get that distribution. Um, before now we can do it without it we can just say hey we're going to go through you know whatever distribute whatever distributor you want to go through and you can do everything independently now independent artists are getting crazy buzz and getting all over the world people are listening to their music and they're doing this themselves without they're creating their own labels because of the internet because of someone likes something and they share and then that person shares and two people then two people next thing you know you have a million people watching a music video that you made and you know 99.9 percent of those people like you don't know and half of them are probably not even in the same country as you so i think it's it's one of the most important things like one of the most important tools that we could use nowadays in order to get our names out there as artists so outside of the music how do you or even with the music how do you plan because i'm curious just in general i think we should all of us artists share more how we plan on marketing our shit successfully because i assume you're not into the tag 99 friends and a song strategy i don't really do that no right i don't either because nobody likes it yeah um so let's call it healthy tactics what Mm -hmm. are some of the healthier things you see yourself doing to actually grow a fan base I mean, as it stands, because like I said, you know, it's like, as it is, everybody knows somebody. So the people that are close to me, for example, let's say, you know, like my cousin or like my very good friends or so on, what they'll do is they'll put up a post. If, uh, for example, I come out with a new single, I'll, I'll speak to them and they'll be like, oh, you come out with new music? And either they'll say, okay, I'm going to put it up on my Instagram or I'll put it up on my Facebook or whatever, Dude, instead I- of force feeding it down people's throats and like sending it to like 500 of, you know, quote unquote, closest friends on Facebook or whatever it is. So like organically, I try and just do send to have people that I know help me out, but they'll most they'll do it willingly as opposed to you know again force feeding it down to people and forcing it down their throats because that's it's not a tactic I like to use. So it's really interesting about what you just said is that you get other people to share your stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, my day job involves being up to date with the, the trends of social media. I might not mm-hmm. be good at this. We'll say it, it's part of my job. And 
something I've learned is if you post something, mm-hmm. nobody cares. And I've even learned this exactly. like pushing music and everything, <clears> right? <throat> it's like at a certain point, if you're a somebody, you don't have to talk. Yeah, pretty much. And unfortunately, we live in a city of spammers. Mm. And I'm certain it's a world of spammers. It's not yeah, just like a yeah. local problem. But when people go here, oh, I got a new song. I think a lot of us rappers don't really remember the other 97 messages that person got maybe this month. Yeah. So the idea of you getting somebody else to share it mm-hmm. is really smart, actually, because it just shows that other people have interest in you. Yeah, kind of showing a little bit. You don't need to do that shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I, I also share things myself. Right, right. Like, I'm not, I'm not just going to be like, hey, everybody share this. I'm just going to sit there with my arms crossed. In no, the no, no, room, no. You know? But the fact that that's the first move you said, right? It yeah, just, to the, me, that's it just shows smarts. That's the, it's the, I mean, it's, it makes the most sense to me, right? Because, like you said, nobody cares if you do something. So if you do one thing, if, if you, you can have the greatest movie in the world that's ever been made. Um excuse me and at the end of the day no one will give a shit because you're the one promoting yourself until you end up getting to a point where that you're so big or you're a celebrity then everybody's going to be jumping on your dick and like to me that that frustrates me because um i think we spoke about this the first time we spoke is that you know like we're we're going and we're grinding and we're hustling we're trying to get everything done and people are just like man i'm not even gonna bother putting a like i'm not gonna share and fine that's their prerogative i don't mind you know everyone's entitled to their opinion even if they don't like my music that's amazing i i love that because if you don't like my music you're gonna tell people how shitty my music is and that spreads my name and if you love it you're gonna do the same you're gonna say hey it's good so for me listen if you love it or hate it that's fine everyone's entitled to their opinion for the record i listen to his shit objectively it remind me of that grimy new york shit it's nice I would recommend it. So even if people might hate it, I would recommend it. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that. But yeah. yeah it's, um, but you're right. People, and I'm not trying to say this because I recognize what it looks like for me to say it, but on, on a real, um, the people I know mm-hmm. personally don't really give a shit about what I do. It's yeah. honestly just strangers who I find care, like which is most of y'all watching this, especially because the people I, that I know that are watching it is, and you, there are a few of you, and I know you're out there, and y'all are dope. Don't think I don't know you, but in general, most people watching this are gonna be the people that don't live in the city that I got from this channel, mm-hmm. and then whoever the fuck cares about you from your list, because mm-hmm. I can't, I'm not gonna generate views for this, right? Mm-hmm. Just because of the nature of where I'm at in the game. Mm-hmm. So why? Because I don't have the numbers yet to have a lot of people just going, oh, this is cool. However, it seems like when people check it out, they dig it. And Mm -hmm. that makes me really, like, inspired to keep going. And even if we don't have the numbers today, just think, 10 years, this could be at a milli views. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure it'll be less than that. Less Less than 10 years. Less than 10 years, not less than a milli views, my friend. (laughs) No, no, definitely not. No, no, definitely not. It'll be well over a million, I'm sure. So a couple more things definitely have to be brought up. Um, you start this in your mid thirties. Is that mm-hmm. accurate? Yeah. I know we don't. Like, you know we're getting older. But <laughs> yeah, you just put put me right out right on public there, mid thirties. It's cool though, and I say that because there's a lot of us mm-hmm. in this age group. Do you think that we could build a scene for the the older cats? Yeah, probably because I mean you have to understand no matter what age group you're at, there's someone who's gonna feel what you're talking about because they went through the same thing. You know, if I'm talking about like being like being younger and like hitting up my boys with the StarTac Motorola phone, people are gonna be like, Holy shit, 
the StarTac Motorola, yo, that was the baller phone back in the day. You know, like, I love that shit. I used to pull it out and be like, oh, yeah, I just got my StarTac over here. Like, that was the shit, you know what I mean? Like, before you had, like, all these touchscreens and all kinds of shit, and, like, it was, like, that was that was the shit. And people our age or older are going to feel that. So there's always, no, no matter what age that, that you're in, there's going to be people that are going to feel what you're saying because they've, like, either heard about whatever you're experiencing and whatever you're talking about, or they've experienced it themselves. So it was a bit of a loaded question because I just want people to hear that older cats can go ahead and do some shit. You know what I'm saying? But also, of course, experienced cats that we should be kind of building this scene collectively. And I understand mm -hmm. that you're not writing solo in your journey, or not. They say you're not a solo artist, but you're working with people along the way. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, that's it. Right now, we started. Um, we're starting a label, uh, Gopher Gang Entertainment. Right. Which is me, S. Gats, uh, as well as Peter West. So we're in the process of finalizing all that. And uh, I mean, honestly, I'm just happy that I found people that are so good at what they do. And like, I really respect what they do and think like me and Gas, for example, will he'll uh, he'll write a verse and then I'll hear his verse and be like, fuck, I got to rewrite my verse. So I'll do that and he'll hear my verse and be like, fuck, all right, cool. Now I got to do it to a point where we're just like, all right, cool. Let's just choose the best version of this verse and, you know, get it on there. So like, I, I love that. And like, that's something that we do. And like, I, I like working with people that um, bring each other up and they're just like, it's not just like emptiness, you know what I mean? There's like real love there where it's like, look, I think you're excellent at what you do and I want to fuck with you. And that's the people I'm working with now. And honestly, West, he's crazy with his beats. Every beat he sends me is just better and better and better and it blows my mind. I have heard a few of his beats and the guy makes quality. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's facts. So if you're watching yeah. this, Peter West, quality it's true and even and sky as well like he made mm. um he made those beats and he's he's incredible i like I, he, he's really good at what he does even with his mixing and everything is his mastering and even so shooting videos here's the well. thing about sky beast that blows my mind i have been to his crib mm -hmm. and i recorded a cypher verse for this thing we did once upon a time and then and actually he did one of the tracks on my album so oh, really? the mixing and mastering on one of my albums uh whatever not to like self-promote is actually mixed and mastered by or mixed by sky or whatever and then my dude finished the process after yeah. but like i went into the booth we spit the shit he was done in like 45 minutes excuse me yeah huh? For, 45 minutes he's quick he's good like i see like, him when he's working he's just this, click this click that i'm like i don't know what the fuck this guy's doing but i'm like it looks like he knows what he's doing all right so and i'm not be. gonna lie walking into his little basement yeah kind of led me to go oh fuck i could i could do this too mm. right he's got the whole private booth and everything set up yeah it's dope man he's got a dope setup yeah it's really it's really nice but um yeah, quality quality stuff in this city. So it's cool to see that you linked up with them. And mm -hmm. so, what are your like big moves in the next little bit? Uh, I mean, honestly, right now, um, I'm really not trying to put out any album or EPs for the time being. I just really want to focus on singles. And um, I was speaking to Sky um, and someone else. Actually, we're gonna uh, work on some visuals for what we got out. So right now, the song that's really doing well is uh, the song "Relationship." Um, that's me solo. And what I want to do is I want to get um, visuals for that. And then their song, Gun You Down Too, it's, it's hype. That song is hype as fuck. Um, we want to get visuals for that as well. And then we're just going to we're just gonna try and keep working towards videos and, and getting things uh, getting things on there because that's really what people, people want. And that's what I've been asked for, so that's what we're going to do. So as a freestyler, do you ever consider doing some shit like weekly freestyles? Because as a marketer, dude, it's honestly best practice to have something in your life that's regular releases. 
I'm not a freestyler guy really, so it's not like that's an option so much mm-hmm. for me. But if you're able to just bust freestyles like that, is that something you consider doing? I honestly I don't think so because I'm really trying to go more to like that's how I started out initially, and that will always you know be part of my resume and big part um, of who I am as a matter of fact as an artist. But at the end of the day, I'm just really trying to focus on um, studio singles right now as opposed to doing the you know freestyle like once every week or every couple weeks or once once a month even because i just kind of want to take a track from you know beginning to end and making sure that it's something that's kind of like perfectly formulated that shows like that's a part of me basically recorded and and send it out there because freestyles you know you can go we had a left field and start rapping about god knows what you know what i mean so Mm. it's it's me everything that i put out there i want it to represent me like 100 percent, like wholeheartedly represent me and that's what i kind of want to focus on for the time being i really respect that i like the fact that substance seems to matter to you because i like the fact that substance seems to matter more in the pop sphere these days which is just very good for substance Mm -hmm. um it's gonna be a random question but i decided (laughs) it's gonna be something i'm gonna ask everyone what time do you wake up at on a regular uh i mean it really depends on the day um sometimes i'm up at six in the morning sometimes i'm up at two in the afternoon depends what it depends what i was doing the night before i guess so it's very more <laughs> of a, a fluid uh schedule in your life yeah for the most part i'm trying to regulate that though i'm trying to get up early get to the gym and then get started on my day but well it's all in due time i guess <laughs> fair enough but i guess where i'm going with this is time management right mm-hmm. because I care a lot about time management. I am a corporate fucker, so a lot of these buzzwords are very exciting to me. Mm. But the truth of the matter is, if you creating rap, you're making singles, it takes time. Like there's, It just isn't a quick process to yeah. do studio shit, right? Like, there are, I'm not saying you're not extremely talented. Maybe you can walk in and just one off a verse or whatever, but you said a little earlier that wasn't yeah. the flow. No. So... I mean, myself, it takes hours sometimes just to nail one verse, Mm -hmm. just to get it to where I want it to be. So that means, how do you deal with that and being a dad and the the working side of life and all of it? Like, just, do you find it hard? (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, you know what? It's like not, I, I say this to my kids and like, I really try and, you know, let them like, make sure that they believe this and that they know this, but nothing worth doing is easy. And that's what I tell them over and over and over. Nothing worth doing is easy. And to me, being a father, that's that my number one my number one priority. I have to be the best person that I can be and the best father I can be to my children. But um, yeah, no, it's hard. I mean, it's it's not it's not easy. Kind of like managing, you know, working and then going um, taking care of your kids, picking them up from school. Um, the mother of my two youngest just messaged me today. She's like, I'm supposed to get my kids Friday, but she's like, look, she's like, uh, I'm working, so would you be able to get them tomorrow and Thursday and then Friday till Monday? So you know, you got to work around whatever schedule it is. Um, and then with the music, I just try and, and get it in. So when I have them, if they're, you know, sleeping or, or you know, doing something else, I'll kind of, like, close their room doors and then just try and get in a verse. <clears throat> and usually it takes three or four times at least before I like it. But, I mean, you got to you gotta you just constantly at, be moving. Do you record at home now? Now, yeah, over the past few months I've been recording at home. How, how long did it take to get your studio set up? Uh, not that long. I got a pretty, I got a quality mic and just like a, a very simple studio. Cause I don't do any mixing or anything at home. I respect that. Me neither. <laughs> I don't do any of that. I got like, you know, Sky takes care of that. Um, now, yeah. um, Gats is the one that's really doing all of our mixing. Okay. So as long as I get the vocals like crispy clean, um, I'll send them over to him and he does 
what he does. He went to school for that. He knows all about it. So I don't try and I give my two cents. I'm like, oh, let's do a little this here and a little that there. But um, I just get it done and send it over. My kind of guy. Like, <laughs> I swear that that is my whole, that's my be it. Like, I'm the vocals. Mm. Y'all do the rest. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that's that's what I do. I'll take care of the rap. And, like, if, if you can make it sound even better than it does, then I appreciate that. And given at least my knowledge of these guys, it, it sounds pretty fucking great. Like, oh, no, yeah. for real, you you put on his tracks, it sounds studio. Like, it sounds... Yeah, it's definitely. So I've, I've compared it. I've gone through, you know, back and forth on the same system, on, on different systems, just to hear the quality. And honestly, it's there. And these guys are amazing at what they do. That's why I fuck with them. Yeah, I know Sky Beats, at least, has put in well over 10. Well over 10 years. I don't know oh, about yeah. the other ones, but he was, like, deep in when I met him in, like, 2013-ish. So yeah, that's, he's like... He's been in the game for a minute. He's doing... He's, he's really... Non-stop. Anyway, I guess not all about Sky Beats, but <laughs> if he does watch this... What's up, Sky? You, Sky? It's been a minute. <laughs> Free promo, bro. Um, yeah, I know. There's a picture on my wall that's over there. He can see it. It's taken by Sky Beats, actually. Oh, I yeah. don't fucking lie. Okay, enough about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's in his... out here, huh? Yeah, man. Um, anyway... So it's his name right there. I see now I'm looking <laughs> at it. I see his name. <laughs> so do you have like do you put time into planning your schedule? Because this is more of the grown up side of shit because most people watching this aren't kids. Yeah, I mean, I do. I mean, you have to right in some way you have to you have to plan. You can't just go through life, you know, willy nilly and just do whatever you want whenever you want. I, I am an adult. I do have responsibilities. So, yeah, I do try and take time to plan my schedule it doesn't always go according to schedule because never life is hectic right so, never does yeah but like do you go like okay so tuesdays at eight is rap time and this is kid time like you actually make blocks uh, i i try i try to do that but i like i said it never it never really works out that way and it's because uh, sometimes like i'll be honest with you most of the time like when it comes to me creating new music um it happens when i'm just like driving in the car or you know, I'll just be doing so or shopping for groceries and I'll just think of something. It just randomly comes and I'll just record. Like, I have so many, you should see I, on my phone how many different 20 second, 10 second, 30 second different snippets that I have of verses oh, or shit. songs or, or so just like like, choruses, anything, hooks. It's, she, it's crazy. So you just like sit there and it's like, gotta lie. Yeah, that's what I do. Middle of the grocery store. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where I am or what I'm doing. Man, I'll I do it. I think I like you even more. <laughs> Appreciate that, that. That's fucking cool. Like, I, I never would have thought to do that. I'll tell you what happened is after we finished this. You know what I mean? But honestly, it's it's helped me out a lot because a lot of the time, like, I have, um, uh, which track was it? Fuck You All, I think, with um, S. Gats, where I was writing it, and then there was just one part I was just like, you know what? I'm like, what can I put here? What can I say? So I just went through my list. I think I got to, like, the 20th or 30th entry. And I heard it, and I'm like, holy fuck. I'm like, this is perfect. So I added it in, but then re-recorded the entire verse just to, you know, make sure that it flowed, and it went perfectly. And it was exactly what I was looking for. And I had put this there maybe a year prior. So it's like, these this are things that, like, really helped me out. Because you can't, when you get any kind of creativity comes, you, you have to, like... You have to make sure you catch it in the moment. You know what I mean? You can't let it escape because as an artist, I'm sure you've thought of a flow or thought of something. And then by the time you went to write it down, you completely forgot about it. So for me, it's like this. Maybe I do a certain something and then I take a shower and your mind's flowing. Mm -hmm. And I, I might be known to be a shower freestyler. Oh, that's and the best way. <laughs> it is absolutely magic. And like, you know it. Like, mm -hmm. you know, you know when something is like, 
holy shit. And then I run to my computer, buck-ass naked, dripping water. <laughs> yeah. And it's gone. I get, like, two lines, and it's just gone. Yeah. Well, that's it. That's I've honestly, and, like, I know for, this has happened to me on many occasions. That's why I'm laughing, because this is some shit. I'll be in the shower, like, dude, I swear to God, you think I, I, I'm, like, I'll think I'm, like, Usher or some shit. In the shower, I'll just, I'll just be singing my ass off. I can't even sing. I rap. But, I mean, I'll think of something or a good flow, and this is why how I first discovered that my cell phone was, like, waterproof, because I went to the app, and I'm, like, dripping water, just go on, like, you know. Wait, which phone do you have? <laughs> I got, uh, which one, man? Samsung. Nice. Yeah, mine's a, set. mine's a waterproof Samsung, too. There you go. But, yeah, it's, um, yeah, so I'll go, and I'll just have to record right away, or I'll forget it. Oh, and, like, I have a chorus right now on my phone. I have a hook in my phone right now that's going to blow people's minds and it's dope i'm not gonna like say too much because we didn't even make a beat we're gonna have to make a beat around that hook and oh. it's, it's gonna be like it's gonna be nuts and i know that west can do it and i know that gats will be able to do it as well it's it's gonna be it's gonna be bananas trust me so what i love about what you just said because i'm a bit of a geek here mm -hmm. is that you leveraged technology to enhance your game of course because the last interview I did, we had a little conversation of pen versus key, like uh, keypad. See, I'm a I'm a phone guy. Yeah, it's always gonna be a Microsoft Word file. You know why? Cause I fucking hate rewriting lyrics. Yeah. So you fuck up. Now I gotta rewrite it on a new page. And mm -hmm. if you're like me, you fuck up a lot. You know what I like? Delete keys. So <laughs> for me, it was about laziness. And I got into this. And I can go, whatever. I'm that kind of guy. But you know what? I never thought. The fucking mic like i just never thought of using that shit yeah because you, you know like me personally when i when i write i'm old school i have to see it on paper because i know i gotta extend the word like i'll, I'll for example i'll use the word like and i'll add like eight e's to it but the way i write it in my in my book i've got books and books of rhymes the way i write it i know how it flows no shit until i record once i master it then i have I, on my phone i'll take on my phone and i'll write it so this way you know you can record without having the paper sound in the background and whatever then i'll ma then i'll transfer it over to uh to my cell phone and i'll record like, using that so you'll like make a's and shit differently to reflect a certain exactly yeah. code ears depending on the pronunciation or if i have to like elongate the word or whatever it may be i, I write things differently and i write I, I know, like, if I'm like, da 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 I write, like, certain... You'll be able to see it. Like, if you saw my rhyme book, you'd be like, what the fuck is this? It looks like chicken scratch. And I got, like, fairly good writing, but you'll be like, why is this word a little higher than that word? Like, literally, on a line, one word will be a little bit higher, so I know I got to go with, like, a higher a higher tone in that for that word, or it's, it's fucked up. I'm like... Nah, that is fucking cool, right? Like, at least to me, because, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm super curious about stuff. Like, when I watched crap like this on the internet mm -hmm. the stuff i want to know about is often like how did they actually write the song <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. like at a more like literal level mm -hmm. that's so interesting that you basically create a cipher which is very similar to how accents and everything already just work in language and writing yeah. but like to yourself and that might be one of the best cases for pen and paper anyone's made to me <laughs> in like the longest that. freaking time I mean, I'm certain you could replicate that shit on a phone, but... <laughs> <laughs> Again, with the technology, huh? Because no. it's... Uh, I mean, I'm a huge fan of technology just because yeah, I course. think it's the future for all of us, whether we like it or not. I know that mm -hmm. I'm starting to get old enough to... to I go, agree with you. To go TikTok, eh? <laughs> and then I made a TikTok account. 
And then I got like 14 followers doing nothing. <laughs> there you go. And honestly, I've been, who was it? I think it was Wes that was telling me like, yo, look, TikTok and so on and so forth. So I opened up an account on TikTok and then I just started following my kids so I could see what they're doing. And I haven't really added anything to it, you know? But, but um, I haven't even actually opened up my account. Maybe I got some followers on there. Who knows? If I'm not mistaken, just in a conversation, you said you use DistroKid. Uh, yeah, I do. I use DistroKid. So for, DistroKid for pushes distro your shit to TikTok. And yes. if you go through the TikTok thing, so I make sure. My songs are on TikTok right now. All four of my TikToks only have my music. You, I'm that's so. The that's the only way to do it. You got to promote yourself as much as possible. But I'm so old like with it. I saw that there's like a minute. And then I couldn't figure out how to like adjust the song and shit. Mm. And I realized, I'm just saying it because I'm being real. I had the most old man moment <laughs> just like <laughs> trying to figure out how to TikTok right and i hit publish and my first TikTok went out and this, i'm like okay and then people put some three-letter jargon i didn't know what it was <laughs> three-letter jargon he says i'm like yeah they did some abbreviation i had to go to urban dictionary and i'm like what does this mean <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like oh shit but like i think it's super cool that you're open-minded to doing the, the the things that like i think need to be done like in of terms course. of like TikToking, and especially if you have kids like what's yeah they know real? what they're doing you know what i mean like listen my my daughter is like she'll be on on instagram my oldest daughter she'll have like two thousand followers and i'm like how do you you don't know two thousand people i'm like what what's going on over here she's like oh well you know like it's friends of friends and so on and she's talking about TikTok. my youngest daughter's big on that i started her up uh, a youtube channel oh, that's sick. what last christmas she said the only thing i want for christmas is a youtube channel you it's know, free but i mean like that's that's what she wanted and she's she's putting up content on a regular basis i respect you you know why because so many parents still have that old school blah 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 but like let's on the real part i got promoted at work mm -hmm. you know my life has improved in corporate land and it's because i podcast and so i'm doing something that requires a lot of i guess time to build but yeah. becomes kind of interesting to the old people that don't do it mm -hmm. so the one thing i kind of wished is i maybe started this when i was 20. yeah and then i would picture myself 10 years deep today and going oh shit i'd be like but see I've, i do that all the time and that's like one of the that's the worst thing because you're like but oh what you're what letting if, your right? daughter do it exactly and that's what i that's where i was going like my dad was maybe not encouraging of this type of stuff mm -hmm. garter scroll science blah 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 yeah, yeah of course and then you're letting your daughter do it and i think that's really cool well me personally like this is like when it comes to music that's my passion you know what i mean and like what i was which people don't really see when they look at me like covered in tattoos this and that rappers so on and so forth but it's more the french shirt dude <laughs> the frank you like the french shirt right yeah it's the french shirt oh, that man. makes me go i don't know if he's a rapper just trying to appeal to white america i respect it <laughs> <laughs> i'm fucking with you friends was a great show but um what i do um what was i going with this um but yeah what what i do personally is like i, I love it this is my passion and my daughter is so like she's like this is what she wants to do and she's like i want to be a youtuber I, this is what i want so me i'm not gonna ever stop any of my kids from doing what they love i'll support them 100 percent. and they're they're not like i mean me like we've raised them so that it's you know that they're gonna make you know good conscious decisions i don't think you're like hey i want to grow up and be uh you know some kind of ridiculous person or whatever they, this is what she wants to do she wants to she wants to do that my son wants to be a pilot so i'm going to say we, we sat there and looked and said okay you got to go to pilot school you got to do this you got to do that so we're there to support them and for my daughter she wanted to do youtubing she wanted to be a youtuber so i said 
fuck this. I'm going to get her a YouTube channel set up. I'm going to make sure because you're never going to be good at what you want to do when you first start. So if she's now at nine years old doing this, like imagine, like you said, 10 years. And ni- at 19, she's going to be like, she's I'm setting up her daily she routine. She could be a fucking Kylie Jenner by 19. I'm telling you. I don't doubt it. Honestly, she has so much passion and she's so smart. And like the camera loves her. So on top of it all, she has pretty much every quality that you need in order to, you know, go somewhere with it. And I'm going to support that 100%. That's really cool. Um, man, yeah, I guess I got distracted by it a little bit. But um, so you're willing to do the TikTok. But would mm. you, because you could TikTok with your kids. Yeah, for sure. That's lucky. I don't have I'll kids do to that. TikTok with them. I'll go I'll make a little dance with them and do some, so like one of my tracks, I don't care. That would be pretty dope, actually. You know what? That's a way where I would accept virality. Doing it with your kids and being like a good dad is a good time to fucking go viral. And if it just so mm. happens your son's in the backdrop and then you got the <laughs> yeah. dad dance challenge and the next thing you know, a million fucking subscribers on YouTubes. Yeah, can't go wrong, man. Nah, it's really cool. Um, what about live? Mm-hmm. So I know that you, I believe you said performing isn't like in shows isn't your biggest thing, but not for the moment. But like in the current era, live is becoming interesting. So something we don't often talk about here is the technological trends in China. But mm-hmm. I like to look at that, and live is like dominating there. Mm-hmm. So we look at like ads. They look at live feeds of people trying on clothes in real time. You know, mm-hmm. like so that's like. Whether or not we like it, yeah. live is moving its way over to the West. Mm-hmm. Um, with shit like Instagram Live and Facebook Live and whatnot, would you just like spit at the camera? Your songs, whatever, like a show, but just live. I mean, yeah, I guess why not? I mean, I'll try anything, you know what I mean, for the most part. It's like it's something it's something that's fun to do. I mean, why not? Why not test it out? If it's a possible if it's a possibility for you to gain any sort of recognition or, you know, to further your career by you know trying something you've never attempted before then i mean i'm all for it i mean at the very least you get a video which is maybe not high quality video but that's not the point it's live nobody gives a shit about high quality look at bobby smurda's first video that was a high quality video this guy fucking blew right up it doesn't matter it's so again it's it's a catchy tune you know if you see a dude holding a microphone and it's clearly live and maybe it's not like a polished guy touched it up video. Mm-hmm. You don't give a shit. You're here to hear the live rawness. So I don't know. I'm curious because I want to explore that in 2020. I want to mm-hmm. see what the fuck can happen. Like, I don't fuck it. Bring you in. You spit your track live over the channel. That kind of shit. Like, it's on my mind. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to say, are people open to that? And then asking y'all because y'all are the city. You know, mm-hmm. anyone who comes through here and it's if you guys are down and then y'all too you can let us know in the comments if you're open to it because y'all are here too i forgot (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i don't know do you think it's worth pursuing as like at least the older end of the city considering where the city's at with live shows which in the short version is it's not doing very well in terms of live shows Mm. right now on the lower end we're not talking about setup shit we're talking about guys without numbers yet just trying to break out yeah I mean, it's it's this something I would definitely try. Like, why not? And I'll be honest with you, if I see a video of just like of a rapper who's just sitting there with a microphone in their hand and the camera's just on them, what that's gonna do for me is make me want to listen to every fucking word that this guy's saying. I want to be like, you know what? I want to hear every single thing because if there's like. You know, a bunch of women in the background and throwing cash and they're driving all these cars. Like, all right, cool. It's probably a party track or whatever, a club track or whatever it may be. But if you're sitting there with a camera in front of you, me sitting here like this with the camera and just me rapping, 
there's you have no other option but to pay attention to my lyrical content. You have no other no option. Shit. There's no distractions, and that's something I would one million percent do. Because personally, I'm a big like you like you already know. I'm a big fan and big like advocate for lyrical content. I'm not all about you know just empty raps that have a good flow. Like sure, people people will enjoy it, but I've if I have a message to. Um, a message, some any sort of message to say or anything to say whatsoever, then I want people to hear it, and that's a perfect way to get that, get that point across and get your message across. So like, I was super into my live idea. Mm -hmm. I never considered that we could niche it up as a move for lyrical people before. So this was super fucking cool for me. Guaranteed, I'll sit there and write forty bars and just me, just rapping like, just rapping to a camera or just rapping into a microphone or just like this. Just sitting here like this, and I guarantee you, more people will listen to that than they would with your video playing in the background with a whole bunch of whatever it may be distracting you. That that well, this is what I think personally. But I mean, the, the less distractions, the more you pay attention to whatever you know subject or wh whatever it is at hand, right? I think you have a fair point because I'll be honest. At least, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I don't think it's gonna work on 20 year olds. But you definitely got some older cats that would sit there and appreciate the fact yeah, that the efforts put into it. Maybe that's the move, man. Maybe we all got to just start rapping at cameras more and fuck the live shit. Listen, you know what? I honestly, after this conversation, I will. I'm gonna act. I'm gonna write something, and I'm just gonna be me sitting there for like 20 to 40 bars, just rapping at the camera, and let's see what happens. Let's see if people pay attention to it. I'll go. I'll put that shit on uh, Instagram, the IGTV, or put it wherever. Throw it up. Have someone throw it up on Facebook. Right. Put it up on my page. Do on YouTube. Whatever it may be, and I, I want to see if people actually listen to what the fuck I have to say. Honestly, I've been loafing, and I've had this idea for a while. I'm going to do the same shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. Uh, I got mics over there, more mm. of that kind of, like, perform on. So, mm -hmm. I don't know. I want to fuck with that. I, in the future, Montreal, I want to I see what we can do to build, like, just what we is a vague term, but mm. build a kind of liver ecosystem. Now, on the more corporate side... Mm. It's a lot easier to get motherfuckers to put their credit card number into a website than it is to give you cash at a show. Oh, guaranteed. Because I don't carry cash. I actually hate the part where I have to go to an ATM to pull out like 40 bucks so I can buy the one drink at the bar that doesn't mm -hmm. take debit. No, I don't like banks. I don't, I don't trust banks. Fair enough. Direct deposit or bust in my world. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> no, I mean, everybody needs them, you know what I mean, in order to get paid or whatnot, but I'm just saying. I don't know. No, it's just... I guess got to keep cash on hand. I cash agree with king, that shit. So, like, I started doing that. I mean, mm -hmm. I actually had to blow it all because I bought an elliptical. I broke about a new elliptical. But thank goodness I had cash on hand. I started stashing shit away. And I'm like, it actually makes more sense because the problem with a bank on the other side of it is it's invisible. Mm -hmm. So you just spend it. You no, I noticed that, too. That's that's why. Cash, you see, your, you know, you go from 2000 in your pocket to, like, 500 and you see that stack getting smaller and smaller and smaller you're like listen i gotta make that shit back right away or like why am i spending so much money yeah. you know what i mean like yeah that makes total sense to me otherwise uh plus, like me personally I, I used to what made me really just want to walk around with cash all the time is going out and seeing like oh, okay i can get this right now but i don't have cash on me and that's what they take and i was like fuck that and i left i used to just leave the house every day with x amount of dollars on me and this way i would like make sure that i would buy be able to buy whatever i want that that it is that i saw it's crazy how much the world's flipped <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah um that's yeah, really really interesting mm. um i don't know uh yeah i'm kind of running out of questions at this point uh, <laughs> no so do you see yourself like in the long run in the next couple of years ending up at places where so you're setting up tours where you're pushing that kind of shit because you said you got the label thing that you're starting mm -hmm. and i guess where is the more 
direction you want to go with that like is it to move in that world or is it to more focus on just banging out content and getting that internet equity i mean for now like what we did was we went with go for gang entertainment right so it's not just like a record label we can have all aspects of entertainment regardless so what we're doing is we're trying to focus on getting that set up but for now we're going to stick with what we know which is you know hip-hop making music we have mbs northern beat society and um that's um you know basically with that what we're doing is we have you know producers and they're making the beats um you know we have like me we have gats who are rapping right now we have our distro that we're that we're doing and i spoke to an artist another local artist um that he he wants to do a track and he wants to go through my distro or our distro through uh go for gang entertainment um but i mean at the end of the day it's like what you want to do is you want that you want to be able to book those world tours you want to like i want to put out a studio album because i want to say what i have to say in you know anywhere between like you know 14 to like 20 tracks uh, on one single album but that, that's the point that everybody wants to get to where people are actually going to listen to your music and uh, I mean I won't say that's like you know the, the final destination for your mu- for your music because obviously you want to keep going growing and expanding um, but as it is now we're going to stick to what we know and we're just going to keep pumping out these hits because honestly we have we have tracks that we recorded that we were supposed to release that we didn't just because we're like people will like them but we feel that it's subpar so we're not going to release those tracks because it doesn't it doesn't live up to like our expectations regardless of the majority of people who hear it are going to like it we don't like it so we're, we're going to let those tracks just sit and maybe we'll do something with them later but for now we're going to keep sticking to what we know and putting out quality music i really love the standard i really do mm-hmm. anyhow i don't want to like push it if i i don't know if you have anything more you want to comment wrap up some kind of final touches on this I mean, at the end of the day, first of all, I appreciate you. You know what I mean? Having me here and just like supporting like much nah, y'all on the whole. Like that's it's amazing because people don't give a fuck about people like like in your own city. Like we've already spoke about. But I mean, um, I I'm trying you. not to be salty, but mm-hmm. I see a lot of people who are very quick to point the finger at the problems, but not a lot of people willing to talk solutions. Yeah, and I I'll leave it that. at that. So I can't have a negative opinion if I'm not willing to say this is what I can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. And I, I respect that 100 percent. Besides that, it's uh, listen to the music. Just want whoever's watching, whoever's listening, just check out the music. I can guarantee you there's something that you're going to feel because we have, we touch a lot of different aspects like we have you know fuck you all it's called fuck you all but the track's actually about it's me and s gats and it's actually about where we came from and people who didn't believe in us and like the point that we're at now and where we're going to continue to grow how we're going to continue to grow and then we have you know gun you down which is just like a complete like party track which is out of control and then there's the relationship that i did which is you know about the relationship which everybody's been in at some point in their life for the most part i like that you used an exclamation mark instead of the i um, you know what? I can't take credit for that. That was Gats. I, I had an asterisk instead of uh, exclamation part, but exclamation point. But uh, yeah, he did that. It caught my eye and it gave me a little smile. Oh, there you go. Because you get around all the sensors. So shout out Gats. Look, you. <laughs> it's working, bro. <laughs> um nah, it was it was really a pleasure like i think it's cool because you're a smart open-minded guy i love that you were willing to talk about more of your non-music life because i think yeah, that's like the complete picture you know like looking at a person full and honestly i hope to see y'all back here again on gats and mr west y'all are all welcome too you know don't be strangers i don't sure. know maybe you live far away and it's hard to get here and did you yes those <laughs> fair enough a couple hours but uh, if you're ever in the hood and it's, you know, let me know and whatnot. Uh, either way, 
I thank you for coming through. I look forward to seeing what comes next. I think it's really dope. I will watch your visuals when they do come. <laughs> I appreciate that. I'll let you know when they do. I like that music videos became visuals. Yeah, I know. Now it's visual. I'm like, ah. But yeah, videos are going to be dropping. When, when they drop, it's going to be hot. Fair enough. So also, y'all can feel free to ask questions. And then the next time the man is here, we'll just bring up them YouTube questions <laughs> if y'all right. come up with any. I mean, being realistic, you might come back and there's a question but maybe i'll answer it maybe the fucking shit blows up and maybe because we're always helping i'm just humble about oh, of course. the reality of where we're all at well you're shit. doing you're doing good things i don't see anywhere going good i don't see it going anywhere but it up, so. absolutely keeps growing but just like everything good in life it takes ages mm -hmm. like why well, like i told my kids Anything worth doing isn't easy, right? <laughs> but it's worth it. So, of so course. I, I would just definitely worth it. never want to say it's hard without saying I don't think I'd be the person I am today without this kind of a journey in life. Mm -hmm. Because the truth is, here I am talking to you. And let's be real. If I wasn't here putting in this effort, you wouldn't give a shit about me. And I don't mean that disrespectfully. Yeah, no, no, but it's true. I mean, like, if you're not, if you're not going to give a fuck about yourself, why would anyone else, right? I'd just be another rapper in Montreal trying to get more attention without anything to offer and mm -hmm. i say that pointedly because i hope people in the city might try and do this man you know how you start a podcast two 25 dollars mics on amazon <laughs> reaper the sound engineering software costs mm -hmm. 60 bucks you got a podcast honestly you just there record you it and fucking do a bullshit mix job and hit render and then if you want to do video get a webcam add an extra little layer okay obs that's the video side. Guess what? That shit's free. So it doesn't cost more money except for the webcam. And you can run the audio all through it. And boom. Now what? All right. Everybody knows. Now you can just make your own shit. <laughs> it it's probably really... won't be the same quality as this with, in regards to content, but you, you guys can try. I mean, this maybe, is a good convo. Maybe like, yeah, from like that side. But technologically speaking, it would come pretty fucking close on a lot less money. I spent mm. more money than I needed to to get to where I was. And that's, I guess, a rookie mistake many of us make is spending a lot at first. But you can get away with some dirt cheap shit and get some real results. So I'm just saying to encourage all y'all because nothing. <laughs> anyway. So I guess that's cool. Um, I'm a, We can migrate into the little part where I talk to the camera for the outro. So thank y'all for watching for real because y'all the real MVPs, whatever we're talking about. It doesn't really matter if you guys aren't listening because that's the whole point it is. So thank y'all for real. I look forward to reading your comments and seeing what's up. I'll be forwarding them on, forwarding them on over to him so he can get a little look-see. He can come pop in and give a little comment replies to. Um, so feel free to let that up. I'm all about community and discussion. I look forward to hearing what you have to say um if you do like this feel free to hit subscribe like 98 percent of my content's more album reviews but i want to bring this montreal people coming through thing happening as much as i can get it running because i think it's important so you'll get more of that if you stick around for you local montreal people turn off the notifications if you don't want to get spammed <laughs> anyway Thank y'all for being here. Do hit subscribe, hit like. And before we go, special thanks to the patrons. This is Mel Gadamsey, Chris Prado, Jonathan Bryan, CJ Black, Hurricane, Linda Williams, and Connie Sparse. They're dope. They support we do. Help us get the new camera. Put us on the Spotify. Go help us with the website when I get around to it. Probably around Christmas time, which I keep putting off. Sorry. And uh, they get the power with all of that donate generosity to tell us what albums they want to review. So let's say you want to watch us sit there and maybe like us uh as in more the regular crew talk about whatever album that you care about you can throw that down or whatever you know we can figure it out and uh yeah i make music myself which has been touched on a bit but it's my usual outro plug you can check that out on the channel and whatnot holding stefan roy the alternative ground let me know what you think i totally look forward to hearing what you think and on that note
Live long and prosper, everyone.